Pacific Waves from RNZ Pacific, Nikoroi Hawkins. Coming up first... They support Indonesia supply firearm. They train Indonesian military and police to kill West Papua for last 60 years. The West Papua Liberation Army insists they will only negotiate with Wellington for the New Zealand hostages' release. Also... I believe that unity has to be the first thing and I have a, a glad heart that that's uh, taken place. Micronesian leaders present a united front ahead of the Pacific Islands Forum leaders meeting in Fiji and later on... Those investors who are genuine investors and have good experience and background on working with medical cannabis and industrial hemp. The Vanuatu government is looking for investors to develop a new medicinal cannabis and industrial hemp export industry. The West Papua Liberation Army in Indonesia's autonomous Papua region have released a video of the New Zealand captive Philip Mertens. In the video, Mertens is seen standing beside armed soldiers of the West Papua Liberation Army and he gives a statement outlining demands of the rebel group. The Papuan military have taken me captive in their efforts to fight for Papuan independence. They asked for the Indonesian military to go home, back to Indonesia. And uh, if not, I will remain captive or my life is threatened. Earlier this week, Vinal Funua spoke with a spokesperson for the West Papua Liberation Army, Sebi Sambom, about the situation. First, uh, we, we send a message to the international community and especially New Zealand government and people, uh, uh, people that uh, are this uh, New Zealand pilot, he is safe with our boys uh, in the field. I mean, TPPP, uh, OPM headquarters in Dugama regions. He's safe and healthy, everything is okay. So he stay with uh, our uh, TPPP, OPM uh, headquarters as a friend and family, because uh, we strongly believe that uh, New Zealand and Australia are our, our close neighbor. And we are the family of Pacific Island countries. What is your What are your demands um, for him to be released? Our demand is clear, because you know, as long as uh, Australia government, uh, New Zealand government, American government, and also Euro country government, they support Indonesia supply firearm, war equipment, and also they train Indonesian military and police to kill with Papuan for last 60 years. So we, so we need to talk with New Zealand government face to face. We will not negotiate with Jakarta. Has, has the New Zealand government um, contacted you? Uh, we already sent our diplomatic letter last week, and we will st- still wait for their response. They have not contacted you in any way, the New Zealanders, Australians? Yes, they, they didn't contact us until now, but uh, if they don't carry off this uh, pilot, uh, suicide pilot, uh, he was a citizen of New Zealand, uh, uh, we will carry off him and we will look after him, and then he have good skill. We will look after him for he will train uh, our, our soldier for train how to uh, fly aircraft. You sent out uh, a threat um, on your Facebook. You said that um, he would die if there is no negotiations. Yes, it's, it will be happening. We, we are worried about Indonesia and not us. 
We we hotel him as our friend and family. He say we have uh, many secret talk with him, uh, but we can't mention on public. Uh, it is our secret. He he, he understand clear. We understand he, he also about him. So that is uh, you know uh, normally uh, when hotel hotel is will become be killed. I mean like this, you know, if Indonesia is open military operation in this area for they release this hotel, uh, uh, then can be killed. I mean not by us but by Indonesia. We have experience before in 1996, uh, in 1990 Jose in Mapinduma, you know when uh, Prabowo offensive military operation when that time and then two of Indonesian be die, they be killed. The, this kind can be happening. That's why we need to New Zealand government talk with us. What is your, um, you say that New Zealand has been arming Indonesia. Do you believe that in that New Zealand has been um, helping with um, Indonesia in this war? Yes, we have data of, uh, because of Australian New Zealand trained Indonesian military and soldiers. We believe that we have many uh, evidence. We will show to people and public. And what is your message to the Prime Minister of New Zealand? Uh, our, our statement only sent by diplomatic council of diplomatic of the people in Brisbane, Australia, Mr. Agabo Amarusdo. We wait for New Zealand government response, and then uh, we will talk behind. How long will you keep him as prisoner, uh, Mr. Mertens? Will we don't have we don't have limited time. We don't have limited time because uh, uh, he is not our enemy. We only need uh, national government talk with us. Well, um, what is your message uh, to Jakarta, to um, Indonesia? Jakarta, we already tell. We not need Jakarta, uh, but uh, Jakarta, ja- Jakarta uh, must recognize our West Papuan right for independence because we uh, Ducks Colony they already prepare for West Papua independence in 1961. But uh, Jakarta under Indonesian, uh, under America and UN support, they took over, take over West Papuan administration from Ducks Colony to Jakarta. So we have right for independence the same like any other country, like New Zealand, Australia, and other country. So that's clear. Our message is clear. What about the other prisoners? There were other prisoners? Who? who? Are there prisoners? As, uh, what do you mean? Uh, uh, are there pilots or...? The, he, um, we heard from, uh, from the Indonesian news that there were other people that were kidnapped, not just this pilot, but... His passengers, uh, there were other people with him? Uh, it is no, it is, it is Hawk. It is Hawk. It is a propaganda by Indonesian military and police. Uh, with aim, they gonna to uh, uh, offensive military operation. So he's the only prisoner, only him? Yes, we, 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 only him. We interest him because, you know, that area is a specific area. We already announced statement before. Uh, we, we call to all immigrants in Indonesia and foreigners not enter, enter our territory like Nugama, Intan Jaya, Punjak Papua, Punjak Jaya, Intan Jaya, uh, Bintang and Sorong Maibrat. We, that is restricted by West Papua National Liberation Army. You, I spoke to someone who knew you, um, Mr. Andreas Harsano of the Human Rights Watch, and he, yeah, 
he told me that you need to release this prisoner and that it doesn't help your cause. What is your response to him and others? We will not, we will not hear anybody, human rights working group, anybody. They are supported with Papua New Zealand by Indonesian. We will not hear anybody. Because they, they never carry up millions of people of West Papua and die on hand of Indonesia for last six years. We will not hear anybody. It is our job, our principle. We will only talk with New Zealand people and government. Uh, this is, I mean, peace and family, familiar. We will talk. And you are prepared to hold this hostage for as long as possible? Um, keep him prisoner for as long as possible until New Zealand meets your demands? Yes, of course. RNZ Pacific understands three New Zealand diplomats and two staff of the Indonesian Ministry of Foreign Affairs have been in the capital of Mimika Regency, Central Papua Province, since Monday to monitor the progress of the search for the New Zealand pilot, Philip Mertens. The Micronesian bloc of the Pacific Islands Forum say they are ready to attend the special Pacific Islands Forum leaders meeting in Fiji next week to put an end to issues impacting regional unity. The president of the Federated States of Micronesia, David Panuelo, says he and the other four leaders of the sub-region, which include Kiribati, Nauru, Palau and the Marshall Islands, have made a big decision at the Micronesian President's Summit or MPS in Ponape this week. Panuelo told Kelvin Anthony they'll be heading to Nandi with four non-negotiables on their agenda to ensure the issues that have eroded regional solidarity are addressed. I had to make sure that there's five of us and there are four major giveaways or you can term it uh, uh, gifts. And I made sure that four guests in my country uh, are taken care of first. So we decided, first of all, to give Kiribati. And of course, we welcome Kiribati coming into the uh, family. We made a decision to uh, give Kiribati to be the host of the PIF uh, sub-office. And uh, we uh, gave uh, Palau to be the host of the uh, Pacific Ocean Commission office. Uh, we decided to uh, give uh, Nauru uh, their bid to uh, put up the candidate uh, to be the Micronesia's uh, Secretary General, next Secretary General to the Pacific Islands Forum. And, and lastly, but not the least, the uh, Marshall Islands to put up the uh, candidate for the uh, Pacific Ocean Commissioner's uh, position. Uh, so FSM being the host, uh, four items is uh, given to our four MBS uh, uh, countries. And, uh, you know, I, I believe that unity has to be the first thing. And I have a, a glad heart that that's uh, taken place. And we're ready to come to the uh, special forum leaders meeting in Nanti with uh, those highlights. Would you say that now after this, the 21st MBS, the Kiribati issue, has, has it been resolved? Are you on the same page now? Because... Uh, as you mentioned, you know, it's all about unity. So are all the leaders on the same page now? They had issue with the uh, Pacific Islands Forum like the rest of us in terms of the uh, reform issues that we were, uh, you know, engaging the full membership of BIF uh, about. And so it was achieved, but they came on board uh, last. And so we also, of course, thank the role of uh, the new prime minister and uh, chair of our Pacific Islands Forum for uh, highlighting and making his first international visit or visit to be uh, squarely on uh, Tarawa. 
want to go to uh, uh, Kiribati in order to uh, engage President Mao Mao and uh, emphasize uh, regional unity first. And so we, we want to thank him for that. And I did thank him when he called in and addressed our MBS group uh, 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 or family during the opening of our uh, 21st uh, Martinian President's uh, Summit. And so all of this has uh, uh, come out in a positive light. You know, the Pacific Islands Forum now is uh, fully uh, together as a family and it will never be fractured ever again in the future because we've resolved all of the issues that the Micronesian President Summit has uh, put forward and now we're in the implementation stage. So these decisions have been uh, awaited by the full fifth uh, membership and as chair of the forum, I'm sure that you will be awaiting our our, uh, participating the special forum leaders meeting uh, to discuss these and uh, other matters of uh, importance. So just to confirm, the, the, you know, the big decisions that you made as MPS, these are the broader endorsement that's going to be given uh, by the forum leaders. Uh, yes, because uh, the chair did say that the decisions has to be an MPS decision and uh, he's right about it. We came together. We had our, uh, you know, caucus and meetings and uh, that's what we uh, arrived at and those meetings are very important. So can I say that these these are the non-negotiables from the MPS? Uh, yes, those are the issues that are contained in the SUVA agreement which is uh, already signed by all the members except Kiribati, but Kiribati coming on board as a, uh, returning to the BIF family will of course be signed by Kiribati, I'm sure, as a full uh, a member of the forum. And so it is a, a legally a binding agreement signed by all which would be implemented. As you say, you know, all the members of MPS will be present at the at the meeting. Will will these things be on the agenda? Is this, is, is this the reason for the special leaders meeting? I, I believe so. The special forum leaders meeting is squarely to be held so that we can implement the uh, uh, the SUVA agreement. And so uh, the uh, the meeting is uh, awaiting the decisions of the MPS uh, family. That's been made now. And then so, uh, yes, I'm sure, uh, as I understand my colleagues, everybody are uh, planning to uh, be in Nanti for that special forum leaders uh, meeting. All of the Micronesian uh, uh, members are already uh, working on their schedule to be in Nanti for that special meeting. The new medical cannabis and industrial hemp regulations are now coming into play in Vanuatu with a review of license applications this week. However, this will not mean Vanuatu will be the next Colorado weed empire as cultivation product will be destined only for export purposes. At least two medical cannabis licenses and at least three industrial hemp licenses are to be offered to investors. License applications will require at least 10 years' experience, a valid bank statement, a business plan, proof of possession of sites and a copy of a land lease. The chairman of the Medical Cannabis and Industrial Hemp Advisory Committee, Moses Amos, told Jan Kohut the drug will not be grown for locals and it will be regulated carefully. How did this regulation come about and um, how long did it take the process of coming up with it? Yeah, the regulation came about as a result of the act being passed in Parliament in 2021, I think, from industrial hemp and medical cannabis. So there was a law that was passed by Parliament to allow for commercial cultivation of industrial hemp and medical cannabis in Vanuatu, and in order for the law to be implemented, uh, the 
the law required a set of regulations to be developed. So what we mainly signed up on it this week was the regulations to, Im- to implement the act proper. So now looking at the process on who can actually invest and start a business uh, for medical mar- marijuana and hemp, it seems to be a very um, difficult process with a lot of regulations such as having 10 years uh, required experience um, as well as several licenses. What's the reason behind uh, making it so hard for investors to, to start a business? Yeah, because I think the key reason being that we're dealing with a dangerous drug, a dangerous, uh, what you would say, plant, marijuana. So we want, the Act wants to make sure that, that uh, those that will be coming in to invest will be those investors who are genuine investors and have uh, good experience and background on working with medical cannabis and industrial hemp, which is why the law required uh, up to 10 years of experience. That might mean that mostly people will be coming from countries that already have uh, marijuana legal, such as the US. So foreign investors will, will most likely be coming in. Do you see that as, as a problem or a good thing, or would you rather see um, a Vanuatu businessmen actually getting the upper hand on, on that um, industry? Yeah, I mean, the ideal scenario would be for me, Vanuatu farmers, to encourage Cultivate business of cultivating marijuana and uh, industrial land, but unfortunately, we don't have the experience uh, in commercial cultivation. There are some illegal activities that are taking place. So, in order to in order to ensure that we can, in that capacity, we allow for tenure for people with ten years experience to come in and, and invest in one water. Duration of a license it's ten years. So, the scenario would be that after ten years of working with a foreign investor, Ani Vanuatu would be able to be in a position to engage in that activity. So will the business basically be selling in the country or will it only export out of the country? So it will be grown and exported or will it be sold for people in Vanuatu to smoke cannabis medically? No, no, it will be for for export purposes only. So um, persons or investors who will be coming in, they will be, they have a, there is a uh, very strict process in place that is currently that is regulated, an application process. The Act uh, requires uh, the Act stipulates uh, the requirement of a, an advisory committee to go through the application. It will be the role of the investor to to develop its nursery and, and processing plant and cultivation sites. And the sole purpose is for export only, not for domestic consumption. When are we likely to see medically cannabis um, being grown in, in Vanuatu? Well, at the moment, uh, the legal process is not completed yet, so the regulations have been submitted to the Office of the Attorney General, and that was the requirement will be for the Office to to have the regulation considered. Only after that, then we can go out to public uh, to request for, uh, to invite uh, for interested investors to come and collect an application form and complete the application process. So it can't be now. It, uh, it probably it will probably uh, be not this month, but in a month's time, uh, depending on how soon we can attract some good, genuine investors. And how much money do you think Vanuatu will, will make out of this industry? Quite a lot, I imagine. I'm not sure, but I think the current license fee is around 100,000 US dollars per license per year. 
for 10 years. So they told me if, if an investor comes in, gets a license that has a 10-year duration, you will, that, that investor will have to pay 100,000 US dollars annually to to renew the license. So uh, then you would have uh, export levies being placed on products exported. So we uh, there might there could be a lot of money and there couldn't be a lot of money, but uh, it's a revenue that comes in. That specific waves for today. Remember, you can download us for free to your device from Spotify, iHeart or Apple Podcasts. And if you're using Apple, please leave us a rating so others can also find us. Likumifala next time more.